Hello again, everyone. It's time to get in the zone with Bartow Sports Zone, your source for local coach interviews and local sports news information and local sports talk. We're here each Friday morning, 710 until 9 a.m. I'm your host, Charles Wilson. I'll be joined today by members of the Bartow Sports Zone bench warmers. Alan Sanders has everything under control back in the WBHF studios. We have Jackson Hyde on the line with me already this morning, and uh, we'll have some other folks to join us as well. On today's show, our guests will be the two basketball coaches at Cass High School, Bert Jackson and Kevin Cunningham, and then we'll cover a variety of topics in the final hour this morning. So we hope you'll stick around for the next couple of hours. We're glad you've joined us, and we remind you that you can always find us online at BartowSportsZone.com, where you can always get that daily local sports news and updates. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Bartow Sports Zone, and our free podcast downloads are available on your favorite podcatcher or your favorite listening devices. Just search for Bartow Sports Zone Podcast. We're brought to you by All-Star Roofing, Styles Auto Care, Derek Strange of Edward Jones, Wilson Pools, Asher Realty, St. Angelo's Pizza at Lake Point Station, Rents for Events, D.A. Baker Construction, iWorks of Cartersville, Latitude Blue, All-Weather Heating and Air, Johnny's New York Style Pizza, Schottenkirk Honda, First Class Collision Center, Hydro Pro Wash, Oak Valley Designs, and Three-Way Campers. Time to get started and bring in our first guest of the morning. It's Coach Burt Jackson, the head coach of the Cass Lady Colonels basketball team. Good morning, Coach. Hey, good morning. Thanks for having me. Yes, sir. Welcome back to The Zone and Bartow Sports Zone on WBHF. Let's uh, begin by catching our audience up on uh, with you just a little bit. Uh, how many years is this now at Cass High School? This will be my ninth year at Cass High as a teacher and the head coach. And then one year before that, I was uh, teaching at Cass Middle, but I was Jamie Horton's assistant coach. So if you count that year as an assistant coach, I guess this is my 10th year as some form of a high school girls basketball coach. Wow. Time flies, Coach. Uh, That seems uh, like uh, that has flown by. I know you and I both have a coaching connection with the late Tony Engel. Yes, sir. Uh, You know, I think of him often, speak of him often. Uh, Obviously, he had a major impact and major influence on my life. Uh, Well, well before I even knew uh, just how good of a coach he he was. Yeah, he uh, took me under wing as a young 21-year-old coach. Uh, uh, He remembered me from my playing days when I would play, uh, when I had played against Cherokee High teams. Uh, He was the coach there at the time. I worked a bunch of summer camps with Coach Engel and, of course, Bob Reinhart, who had coached at Georgia State and was an assistant with the Atlanta Hawks. And then, of course, Coach Engel is a Hall of Famer now, won national titles at both Dalton State, his alma mater, and uh, Kennesaw State when the Owls were in D2, uh, later on the staff at Brigham Young, and even served as an interim head coach of the Cougars. Uh, I never coached at the collegiate level with him, but he, he uh, made me a couple of job offers a couple of times when he was just getting started at the college level, both at Gordon College and at Alabama Huntsville. So uh, I know he rose through the coaching ranks. So I never know where my life may have turned had I gone along with Coach Engel. Well, I, yes, sir. I, same here. I mean, I, I credit him for He's the one that showed me a little bit about what it really means to show a little bit of mercy and grace. Uh, he certainly showed that to me. There was a couple of times he could have just dismissed me or, you know, just said, hey, you're not worth the trouble. And, uh, you know, he – but he went out of his way to, to show me uh, a lot of mercy and grace, and that kind of stuck with me moving forward in my life. So I, I, he's a major impact on my life. don't know where I'd be without him. And your family situation? I know you have a daughter on this year's team. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, she's a senior. And, uh, by the way, the only senior that we have. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's uh, it just kind of blown me away that, that it's gone by this fast. Uh, you know, obviously i got to separate once the game starts, separate the fact that that's my daughter out there. But it's not, not as easy to do as it sounds. 
share with us a little bit about who's on this year's coaching staff with you, Coach. Um, I've got Coach Alexis Cott, who uh, has been on my staff now. This is her third year, and she uh, played four years at Lenore Ryan, and I believe she was a Daily Tribune Player of the Year when she was at Woodland High School, and she brings a lot of credibility to the, to the staff and really does a good job with uh, uh, just uh, kind of working really good with our interior players. Very good. And then, I, um, then I've got, go ahead. I've got. I'm sorry. I've got Liz Myers, uh, who's re- who's helping us out. She's a Cass alumnus, uh, really good player when she was at Cass, and uh, just uh, brings a lot of energy to the team. And then I've got uh, um, Whitney Harris, who. You know, this is her fifth year in some form or capacity working with us. She's our JV girls coach, assistant coach. She's going into teaching and wants to become a coach herself. She does an amazing job, uh, and, and it's, it brings a calmness to the team. And obviously her father was Eric Harris, who uh, was the boys coach at Cass High for a while. And, uh, you know, so she definitely comes from a good coaching pedigree and, and – uh, so I'm very fortunate to have such a good staff with me, uh, and, and much of the credit goes to them um, in terms of the success that we've had. Coach, you're seven games into this year's season, uh, maybe eight games in at this point. You've had some really good teams there the past few years. Realistically, uh, in this last couple of minutes before this first break, what are some of the expectations for this year's group and what you have coming back? Well, obviously, I only have one senior. Uh, we start three sophomores. A lot of times the first girl off our bench is a freshman. Um, you know, so uh, we're, we're you know, the, the goal for this team is just to get better each and every game. A uh, little bit surprised at the initial success we've had, uh, you know, because you never know going in. I mean, but realistically, you know, we don't have one girl, not one, on the varsity, not one girl over five seven. We've only got one senior. Got you know, so just getting better, uh, trying to find out who we are, get getting used to playing with each other. And and our goal, our goal every year is to make the state tournament, and that is our goal this year. Realistically, you know, last couple of years the expectations were possibly to win the region. This year is to compete in the region and somehow find a way to get into the state tournament. There you go. He's Burke Jackson. He's the head coach of the Cass Lady Colonels. We'll take a break for a commercial or two, and then we'll come back. We've got Jackson Hyde and Brad Stevens with us on the line as well. We'll be back. Don't let heating or cooling needs create unwanted stress in your home or business. Allow the licensed pros at All Weather Heating and Air to get your system updated or repaired. With refreshingly affordable prices, let All Weather provide an honest, consulted quote for your system today. Call 770-315-5909, visit All Weather at 333 North Tennessee Street in Cartersville, or learn more at allweatherheatingandair.com. To win in sports, you need to adjust your strategy as the game changes. The same is true of investments. Derek Strange, your Cartersville Edward Jones financial advisor, can help you create a game plan for your financial goals. He'll help you look at the big picture and help you plan for your future. Call Derek at 770-386-4545 or visit edwardjones.com to get started today. Edward Jones, member SIPC. Good chilly morning to everyone out there listening uh, to Bartow Sports Zone on your Friday morning. We have Coach Burt Jackson of the Cass Lady Colonels on the phone line with us. And over on the Zoom connection, we have Jackson Hyde and Brad Stevens. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. Good morning. Glad to have both of you with us as well. We'll get to you in just a moment, but we want to try to do our uh, normal routine, Coach uh, Jackson, on our first rotation with the coaches, we like to let the coaches tell us about their players. So just kind of take us through this year's roster and share a tidbit about each one of those young ladies. 
Yes, sir, and if you don't mind, there's one other coach that's really been kind of helping, too. Corey McDaniel's done a great job, just in, especially with his knowledge of the game. And he helped us out in the fall because, you know, I'm not allowed to coach him in the fall. So sure. just needed to give a shout-out to him, too, because he has really done a good job in terms of knowledge and, and also bringing a calmness to the team as well. So had to mention him as well. So let me go through the roster. I'll start with the two freshmen on the on the varsity uh katie Pius, just a freshman she's had a couple of games where she scored in double figures a really good shooter uh still you know we got her playing some jv2 because she just needs that game experience learning the difference between middle school and high school but she's going to be a great player in the future kk evans i mean she's already had some games where she's had 10 points eight Rebounds, eight steals, extremely fast. Uh, she's only 5'7", but she plays more like she's 5'10". Uh, extremely athletic. We feel like she has a chance to be about as good as Londasia Smith was before she uh, leaves our program. We think she can possibly play college ball one day. So it's been a real pleasant surprise. Uh, a lot of times she'll be the first girl off the bench. Uh, then our sophomores, uh, uh, Olivia Woods has already – she's had a game where she had 25 points, six boards, extremely athletic, can shoot the ball, uh, can run the floor really well, uh, defends well. So, you know, we're real pleased with her. Uh, saw glimpses of how good she could be when she put up 32 last year in a JV game against Hiram. So she's really stepped up big time and continues to improve. Kiana McDaniel. I think she already has five double-doubles for us this year, and what makes her unique is is those double-doubles can come in scoring and rebounding. They can come in scoring and steals. They can come in scoring and assists. So she's just uh, just a complete ball player and just a sophomore and continuing to get better. Uh, another sophomore, Dariana Sosa. Um, you know, right now we're having to ask her to play in the post a lot. She's only 5'7", but she can rebound. She's a great passer, can shoot the three, um, is really good on our press, very good basketball knowledge, um, and just kind of a what I almost would call a quiet assassin. You don't think about her till it's too late, and she's already buried a couple threes on you. Just a smooth player, never gets too high, never gets too low. Um, uh, Summerlin Smith, another sophomore, uh, she's playing a lot of JV, but dressing some on the varsity, continuing to improve, very fundamentally sound, a great passer. We're just trying to get her to look to score a little bit more. Our juniors are uh, Reese Howard. Reese uh, has been battling an ankle injury, but she's starting to come back into form. She's just steady. She can play really good defense. She can bury the three on you. She'll make good decisions, good bounce passes, very scrappy player. She does things that your average fan in the stands doesn't notice, you know, just in the right spot at the right time. Um you know, and just a great teammate. The girls love her, and 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 I'm telling Kaylin Godwin. You know, she's the region track champion in the 100, the 200, and the 400. So she has played a couple of years of JV and is finally coming into form where she's now playing some varsity basketball. Really uh, has improved dramatically. Uh, just athletic, can rebound, can run the floor, get the rebound, put backs, is even developing a shot, uh, and loves the game. So we're happy to have her on the team this year. Uh, and then uh, our other junior, Navea Wood, she's a starter for us. She's had about two or three double-doubles. In fact, she had one last night against East Paulding where she got 10 rebounds and 10 steals. And here's the scary part. She's just 5'4". She's 5'4 and got 10 rebounds last night. So, you know, really good ball handling, uh, still working on her shot. But, you know, she's an extremely valuable player on the team. And then the senior that I have is Michaela, my daughter, Michaela Jackson. She's a very good three-point shooter. Uh, she's had one game, I think, where she hit seven threes in one game. Uh, she's, uh, you know, she'll average four or five rebounds a game two, three, possibly four steals a game. Her basketball IQ is pretty high. Just a valuable player to have on the team. Um, 
And what I like about her the most is her courage uh, to shoot the ball when the game's on the line. A lot of people don't want to take that shot when the game's on the line. If you're up 20 or down 20, hey, everybody wants to shoot it. Um, But when the game's on the line, all of a sudden a lot of people get tight. She really wants the ball in her hands, uh, and that's something that I really appreciate about her. I don't think that's something you can coach. You either have that in you or you don't. So, there is my roster, and I'm just praying I didn't skip through anymore. <laughs> and that's always the dread if uh, when we do that. Coach, real quickly, uh, we've got a couple of minutes left. You're in the SMI Carrollton Christmas Tournament down at Central. Uh, I know you won last night over East Paulding. Uh, we do not have the results from the other games, so do you, do you catch Central tonight or Mount Zion Carroll? I just found out looking on a bracket. I don't know what the score was, but we play Mount Zion. A little okay. bit surprised Mount Zion. Mount Zion is not bad. I think they're ranked in single A, maybe six or seven. But, you know, the fact that they were playing Central at Central last night, and I know Central was undefeated. I think they were 4-0 going into last night's game with Mount Zion. So, so we play Mount Zion tonight in the semifinals at 7 o'clock. Yeah, that's a team that uh, I actually saw – in the state tournament last year, so uh, a, a pretty good, solid, a pretty solid uh, class A girls basketball team. Coach, we've got about thirty seconds. Talk about Region Seven Five A. How tough that is? Uh, uh, no doubt, it's going to be extremely tough. Hiram and Calhoun, I think, are the two teams to beat. Probably Hiram if you back me in a corner. Then Calhoun. Dalton has got a great all-state player in Grace Ridley. Very similar to Claire Davis, except for maybe even a little bit more polished. Uh, so she, you know, Dalton is going to be a load. And then I think Cartersville is, is much improved. Um, so, yes, you sir. know, and then, and, and Kyle always does a great job at Woodland, gets the most out of what he has. So there's not really an easy game for us in uh, the region. And, and so all I right, coach. To just try to we got to go. Got to get to news. Thanks for joining yes, us. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Have you seen the complete line of quality UTVs and ATVs at Elite Stone Supply? That's right. Elite Stone Supply has the innovative and exciting High Sun line of off-road and all-terrain vehicles. High Sun UTVs and ATVs are unique and versatile. They'll surpass anything you've experienced in power sport vehicles before. Check out the complete line at Elite Stone Supply, Joe Frank Harris Parkway and Baker Road, just north of Cartersville across from Racetrack. Find us on Facebook and at EliteStoneSupply.com. What separates Styles Auto Care from others? Hey folks, Frankie Johnson here from Styles Auto Care. If you look past the fact that no other auto repair facility provides the different services that we offer at Styles, it's our people. As soon as you walk through the front door, you see a difference. A warm, comfortable family atmosphere where a mom and her children are comfortable. Friendly faces that greet you with a smile. Knowledgeable staff that truly listen to your concern. Styles Auto Care at 1261 West Avenue where you'll always be treated as family. Everybody's doing well this morning. We'll get over to uh, Jackson and Brad a little bit later on. Welcome to the zone and Bartow Sports Zone on WBHF. I know, uh, Coach, you're a longtime coach at Cass Middle School. Uh, let us uh, have, or let our audience uh, have a little uh, get-to-know-you session here. Um, tell us a little bit about your coaching background and, uh, how things are going in this early portion of the season? Well, I started coaching uh, early in my career at Cass Middle. Um, my wife was coaching at Woodland Middle, and I, I kind of helped her as a community coach before I was ever a teacher. And then once I became a teacher at Cass Middle, that's where I did my entire career until up to this point. And uh, coached JV boys, uh, coached uh, – varsity girls and then just with the opportunity here to step forward and, and, and take a take a shot at the high school I, I i thought that would be a great idea and and so here i am at cass high coaching boys again and uh coaching guys that i've coached in the past and so that's where i started and i'm a graduate from cass and i played basketball at cass so i just thought it would be kind of a full circle thing for me and and, and it, it seemed like the right fit for me at this time and a little bit on your uh, personal family situation here in Bartow County. Um, just, I mean, my family has been in Bartow County for a really long time. Uh, my father coached at Cass um, Middle. He coached girls at, at Cass High. Um, he coached uh, 
He's coached girls at Cass Middle. We, I got him to come out of retirement and coach them a couple of years. Um, my mother taught in Bartow County Schools her entire career. My sister was the, the lead counselor at Cass. She was a French teacher at Cass. My wife is a teacher at Woodland Middle, and my brother-in-law is the principal at Clear Creek. So, I mean, uh, our roots run deep. My father-in-law coached football at Cass High School. So, I mean, we've we've been around for a while, and and we you know been invested in the community for a really long time. You're a first-year head coach at the high school level. Tell us a little bit about your staff that you have that are assisting you this season. Um, Drew McKegg and Nick Tyler stayed on from the staff from last year, and they are both community coaches. Um, Drew is running our JV program and doing a great job. Um, Nick assists him. And Nick is really good with, like, skill building and working on our guys. And then and I just wanted to keep a semblance – of normalcy for some of the guys that were on the team last year. And with those guys stepping forward and saying that they wanted to stay on, it was a really big deal for us. Um, and then our addition was a guy named Jacob Sims. Um, he came up here. He's been, he's from the Marietta area, but he lived in Florida for a really long time. Um, really good coach, really good guy. Um, and he uh, played college football at Marshall. And so bringing him on brings that, that idea of like going to the next level and, and, and what that kind of that idea of that professionalism takes for some of these kids that they, they, he tells them like, this is what it takes to go there. And this is what they're going to be asking of you when you get there. And so it's really good having him on the staff. Brad Stevens is on the zoom connection. Brad, let's bring you in for your first question of the morning. Hey, good morning, coach. Um, what would you say uh, has been the biggest challenge of being a first-year high school coach for you? What's been the hardest thing to adjust to as far as, like, the style of play or the speed of play? What's, what would you say has been the hardest part for you? Well, for, uh, for me in, in general, um, at the middle school level especially, a lot of times you're either just you're, – you're not in very many tight games. You're just not. You're either the better team or you're not. And – there's very rarely that two teams are evenly matched athletically at the middle school level or or skill-wise. And so you're very rarely in these really hard nail-biters where one play makes the difference. And at high school, every kid is so good that you have a 30-second lull, even your team or you, or you, you think something's going to change and you don't make the right adjustment at the right time, and it can be a nine-point swing. Um it happened to me at Rome um, and cost us one. So I see that every day is like you have to always be ready because if you're not constantly adjusting or thinking about three or four moves ahead at this level, these guys will punish you. Uh, the, the other team always has good enough players that they will go on a run. If you have one moment of a lapse of judgment or a lapse of mentality or, or a lowering of intensity or any of those things, the other team is going to go on a run. So you just have to always be prepared. Where at the middle school level, there was there was times that you just didn't always have to do that. A little fade out there on the Zoom connection with Coach Cunningham. Uh, we'll take a quick commercial break, and uh, we'll get things fixed on our end. And we'll be back with more from Coach Kevin Cunningham of the Cass Colonels. Storms come along in life. But when your home or business has an all-star roof and gutters, you have an all-star defense. For free same-day inspections and estimates, call 678-245-9658 or 770-655-0911. Find All-Star Roofing online at allstarroofs.com or find All-Star Roofing and Restoration on Facebook. The new leaders for roofing and gutters, All-Star Roofing. Welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone on your Friday morning. A little chilly outside this morning, but nice and toasty warm at Bartow Sports Zone. We bring in uh, Coach Kevin Cunningham of the Cass Colonels uh, to talk a little more. Uh, this year's team, 5-5 five and five on the year. You got off to a bit of a slow start, dropping your first four games, but now you've won five out of six. Uh, how did you uh, kind of figure things out, Coach? Well, I wish I could take a lot of credit for that. A lot of it was, uh, unluckily for our football team, they got nipped off. 
Um, and I had six players come from the football team to the varsity basketball team. So the first four games or so, the first two games, I had JV guys and a mix of varsity guys playing. And then when the football guys came back, um, and I credit to those guys, they got they got beaten a tough one uh, really late in Atlanta. And the next day they showed up to play football, to play basketball. And right. so we got, we played a pretty good Midtown team and they beat us. We lost to Roswell uh, in overtime by three with those guys. And so then it just kind of happened where we finally got some practices in and we started winning games. Uh, and that's just a testament to those guys and, and how hard they work that in a week we made that big turnaround and we started winning a few games and I'm, I'm proud of those guys. Uh, those are, I mean, most of our, we only have about three basketball only guys. Most of our team is football guys and they're all going to play college football. So the fact that they even play basketball is big for Cass and, and it's, it's helpful for us as a community to, to have these guys that are willing to play two and three sports to help us out and to make sure that we're competitive in all of those sports. So, uh, like I said, it's, it's big for us that the football guys are back and next year moving forward, we're going to really revamp our schedule because I expect those guys to win a few games in the playoffs. And so playing a, a Thanksgiving tournament, things like that is probably not going to be conducive with winning for our program. So it might be something that we push our games after Thanksgiving a little bit. Well, Coach, yeah. our, our time is limited, so we want to give you a chance to talk about those individuals. So just kind of quickly run through your roster with us. Tell us about those guys. So, Sokovi White, obviously uh, a name most people know in our town. Um, you know, Georgia Commit, uh, great athlete, um, plays multiple spots for us, good guy. Um, Jelani Hames was one we were also missing. He was He's probably our best player. Um, we have some good ones, and he's probably our best. And he was coming off an ACL tear, and he didn't get cleared to December 5th. So, having him back has been a blessing. Um, and then – KJ Rogers uh, is a transfer from from Woodland, um, elite score, can put the ball in the hole at any time, um, good player. Uh, Jaden Foster has been playing for us for a few years, and and he's been and he's just he plays another one, just plays every position, does what he's supposed to. And then you got Jakai Baldwin, sophomore, good player, doesn't make a lot of mistakes, um, very very good shooter. And then you got Devin Henderson, um, he competes, d's up. Um, and he has a great mid-range game, uh, an old-school game, like a lot like Richard Hamilton. And then, you know, you move farther down, um, we get to Tom Brandon, another great shooter, uh, can really fill it up. Um, Isaiah Ford is a, is a big help for us, played JV for us last year, plays big minutes for us this year. Uh, 6'3", wiry, can shoot it, takes to basket, uh, good lefty. And then Jayshon Watley broke his hand in – the, the Midtown game, and he has, he's been out, and he won't be, he'll be out till January, which is tough for us because he gave us a, a lot of athleticism and some strength. And then you move down and you get to uh, Tay, Tavion McKibbins, and, and he, he plays a lot of minutes for us. You have a big physical bruiser. Uh, Tavion McKibbins is not the guy that you want to be banging with, and we've had a lot of teams try to go big against us. And Tavion will just make sure that they understand that that's not an option. So he's been a real help for us. Uh, North Paulding had a 6'9 kid that was real physical, and he kind of dominated the middle in that game. Um, and then this last game um, we played with Southeast, they have a really big kid, really physical guy. And Tavion came in, and the guy was just just muted. He didn't score a point, and then their coach benched him. And and then we, we got to do what we do best and get out and run and do those things. So he's a big help for us. And he's also a sophomore. That's a good look at the cast colonels in 22-23. Uh, Coach Kevin Cunningham on the line with us. Coach, uh, you kind of have an extended period off right now in your schedule with the holidays. You don't play again until the 28th through the 30th up there in Dalton at the Christian Heritage Holiday Tournament. Uh, how, how do you expect to utilize that time? For us, it had to be those football guys, like I said, most of my team is football guys. And then Jelani Haynes coming off an ACL. These guys are nipped up. Um, we're going to take this time, and we're going to relax. We're going to rest. We're going to heal. Um, we're going to get where we can go. Um, I've had really good teams that peaked in January, and that's not where I want to peak. I want to peak in February. And so 
We may regress a little bit over the course of this week. We're going to have some open gyms, some shooting, some little stuff like that. But we're going to go real light, uh, keep it optional, uh, give these guys an opportunity to, to like I said, to, to heal up and get better. And then when we come back, we're going to just start tightening up our little things. We're going to go back and watch a lot of our film from before and look at the things that we did not do well. And we're going to fix those things and keep moving forward for us. And then you get in the region, and, and it's and it's very team specific. Um, you know, Hiram's a great team. Calhoun's a great team. Dalton's got a great elite score. Carswell's got Romo pace. I mean, they can beat you at any time. He can go for thirty. Um, right. Woodland is playing really hard. I know you've seen a few of their games. Those those kids are playing tough. So there's not going to be a week off. Very good. Well, that's Coach Kevin Cunningham, new head boys coach at the Cass High School, Cass Colonels. Uh, they will have a little bit of time off before they play in a tournament after Christmas up at Christian Heritage. Good luck to you, Coach. All right, thank you. Coach Kevin Cunningham of the Cass Colonels. We'll take a break on BSC and be back with the bench warmers. We'll talk about all kinds of things. decks, windows, and more, and always using environmentally friendly detergents that are safe for your landscaping. Call 678-764-3553, find Hydro Pro Wash on Facebook, or go to MyPressureWashingPro.com. Prepared with dough that's made daily and always the freshest ingredients, Johnny's New York Style Pizza is your family-friendly spot in Cartersville for pizza, a fresh salad, wings, a New York Style sub, or your favorite pasta dish. Johnny's has plenty of daily lunch specials, too. Visit johnnyspizza.com to order online for pickup or visit soon at 244 North Dixie Avenue. Brick oven baked, fresh, and authentic, Johnny's New York Style Pizza. We're all pizza people. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone. We cruise into our final hour of the morning on BSC. We're brought to you by All-Star Roofing, Styles Auto Care, Derek Strange of Edward Jones, Wilson Pools, Asher Realty, St. Angelo's Pizza at Lake Point Station, Rents for Events, D.A. Baker Construction, Iworks of Cartersville, Latitude Blue, All-Weather Heating and Air, Johnny's New York-Style Pizza, Schottenkirk Honda, First Class Collision Center, Hydro Pro Wash, Oak Valley Designs, and Three-Way Campers. Next week, uh, we'll bring in Coach uh, David Archer of the Excel Christian Eagles, and we'll also speak with Alex Dispro, the boys coach at Adairsville High School. So you'll want to join us next week on Bartow Sports Zone as we continue rotating through all of our high school basketball coaches. And uh, Jackson and Brad, uh, good to hear this morning from the two cast coaches. We've kind of gotten through half of our local basketball coaches and uh, uh, hopefully you guys are getting out there and getting to see a little local high school basketball. I've been to some games uh, and yeah, it's, it's been fun to watch. Uh, you know, got some good talent out here, a lot of speed in Bartow County you know, in basketball. We don't have a ton of size out there. But we got a lot of speed. You know, as far as cast goes, since we interviewed Coach Cunningham this morning, uh, getting Jelani Haynes back, huge for that team. Uh, he's a great athlete, great leader on that team. He had a great season last year. So he kind of changes the game for them. And then, of course, Cartersville, I've seen them a couple times. And, uh, you know, once again, a lot of speed, a lot of football guys out there. And uh, they're going to do some damage in the region. So I look forward to it. Haven't seen Woodland play yet. Let's run through uh, our basketball update. We try to do this each week during the winter season. Of course, the Excel Christian girls are still starting up their program again after uh, a hiatus of not having girls basketball out there for a while. They're 0-5 on the year. They'll play the Kings Academy Tuesday uh, in their next game, uh, sitting at 0-5 on the season, trying to get that program revamped. The Excel Christian boys are now 5-5 and on the year. They're 2-0 and in their gaps. Region 1, however, uh, they lost to Etowah last Saturday, lost to Rockmart Tuesday night in a re- really close game. Uh, they open up uh, with S- South Paulding on December the 28th. That'll, that'll be next week at the Adairsville Holiday Tournament. The Adairsville girls under Coach Melissa Winters, uh, they are 7-1 and one on the year, 4-0 and oh in Region 6 AAA, off to a great start. They beat Cahulla Creek Tuesday. They host Sonor- Sonorville tonight. That'll be a really big test 
for the Lady Tigers to see where they're going to fit in the Region 6 AAA standings overall. They'll be hosting that Christmas tournament December the 28th through the 30th. They will play North Laurel out of Kentucky in the opening round of that girls' tournament up there. The Adairsville boys under Alex Dispro, they're 5-2 and two on the year, 4-0, and oh, uh, unbeaten in region play. They beat Cahulla Creek on Tuesday. They host Sonorville tonight. That's a battle of two unbeaten teams, Sonorville and Adairsville, going at each other on the boys' side. Uh, they will play in the Spalding Drive Tournament uh, the 19th through the 21st. So that's uh, uh, the first part of next week. And then they're hosting their own tournament December the 28th through the 30th, as we mentioned. The Cartersville girls under Charisma Boykin uh, very much improved. They're 4-1 and one on the year. They lost at Sonorville Tuesday night. Uh, they'll be hosting Paulding County tomorrow. The Canes, under Coach Mike Tobin, they're 1-2 and two in the early going, just getting their football players back. They lost at Sonorville Tuesday night in a good game. Uh, lost at East Paulding last night in the opening round of the SMI tournament. They play Mount Zion of Carroll County in the consolation bracket tonight down at Central of Carrollton. Uh, Mount Zion was a 56-26 loser to Central Carroll last night, so the Canes should get a good uh, test there tonight as they take on Mount Zion out of class. Uh, I believe that's class A. Uh, the Woodland girls are under Coach Kyle Morgan. They're 2-5 and five on the year. They will be playing uh, Armurchi tonight in the Rome News Tribune Tournament over at Armurchi High School, the really nice facility that's over there. The Woodland boys under Coach Kip Dyer are 1-6 and six on the year. They're in the Rome Holiday Tournament as well. They also play Armurchi tonight at Armurchi. And then the Cass girls, we talked to Coach Burt Jackson this morning. His Lady Colonels are 6-1 and one on the year. They won at Southeast Whitfield on Tuesday. They beat East Paulding last night in the SMI Christmas Tournament. They play again tonight against uh, Mount Zion Carroll, a surprise winner over Central Carroll, the host, last night. Uh, but Mount Zion, a, a top-notch Class A program that was in the state tournament last year. So the Cass girls will get a test there tonight in the semifinals of that tournament. And the Cass boys under new head coach Kevin Cunningham that we spoke with this morning, they started out slowly, but they're now 5-5 five and five on the year. They won at Southeast Whitfield on Tuesday, and they'll be playing in the Dalton Christian Heritage Tournament uh, next week, or actually two weeks from now, the week after Christmas, December the 28th through the 30th. Real quickly, we're going to run through the wrestling before our first commercial break of this hour. The local wrestling teams are off to a good start. Adairsville was 2-3 and three at the last of their duels last weekend. Ethan Blome and Jet Johnson, 4-0 and 4-1 and respectively. Drew Falk as well at 4-1. Uh, they won at Model and beat Darlington as well earlier this week. They're at Cahulla Creek this weekend. Woodland was 2-3 and three at the Cleveland Duels last weekend. They're wrestling Cherokee tonight. And uh, Cartersville was 13th out of 37 teams at the McCauley Invitational in Chattanooga last weekend. They're at the Jefferson Invitational this weekend. And the Cass uh, wrestling team, they won the silver bracket of the Southern uh, Classic that was over there in South Carolina, or actually, and I'm sorry, that was the week before, in Cleveland, Tennessee at the duels. They won that bracket. They went 4-1, and one, and both Cass and Woodland will be at the Knockout Christmas Classic in Kissimmee, Florida, December the 20th and 21st. Let's take a break. We'll come back and talk some more sports with you on Bartow Sports Zone. Are you in the market for a previously owned vehicle? Well, Schottenkirk Honda on Main Street in Cartersville is your used car superstore. With many of our vehicles of all makes and models priced well within your budget, Schottenkirk has the vehicle to meet your needs. Of course, we have plenty of used Hondas in our certified inventory as well. So stop by and visit today and give us a shot at Schottenkirk Honda, 539 East Main Street, or check us out online at hondaofcartersville.com. 
Hey folks, this is Sean with San Angelo's Pizza next to Lake Point Sports in Emerson. So who's ready for some football? High school, college, and pro. You name it, we can't wait. So to celebrate, we're cooking up some great pizza deals all season long. Look us up on Facebook for all of our food and drink specials. And don't forget us when it's time to book that office holiday party or get together. For more information, find us at stangelos.com on the web or call us at 678-719-0495. St. Angelo's Pizza, Old Alatoona Road, next to Lake Point Station and Lake Point Sports. Let's go. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone. Big shout out to Alan Sanders back in the studios, keeping us running here on Bartow Sports Zone. The rest of us are on the Zoom connection. We've got Jackson Hyde and Brad Stevens with us this morning. Guys, before we get to college football, we'll uh, jump on what Brad wanted to talk about. The end of the high school football season. Uh, a lot of really good games over last weekend uh, and uh, some interesting banter out there as well, Brad. Yeah, uh, you know, obviously the one that took the taco was the uh, missed call in the Sandy Creek Cedar Grove game. That's going to be talked about for quite some time. I mean, a huge missed call probably cost Cedar Grove a championship. Uh, you know, it wasn't really even close. I tried to keep an open mind until I saw the angle on the slow motion where it wasn't. It was at least a yard and a half. Uh, that's going to be a tough pill to swallow for a long time. May kick the replay uh, argument back up again uh, in high gear before next playoff uh which sounds like it's going to be back in the bins i'm really happy about that because that that weather was bad this past weekend and it affected some of these games um but you know we there were those of us in the 5a uh world you know Ware county Warner robbins was good for a little while and then Ware just ran off with it uh just obviously the best team in the state this year uh by, by far i mean they they took it to Warner robbins really hard um and then you know langston hughes coming up and you know, almost getting upset by Gainesville. I was really shocked by that one because Langston Hughes' closest game uh, this year was 25 points. Uh, that's that's the closest game they had until the, the state championship. So a lot of good football played. And, of course, the Mill Creek uh, Carrollton shootout, the most points ever scored in Georgia high school playoff history. Jackson, I know you yeah. were glued to those playoffs. I, absolutely, yeah. You mentioned the Mill Creek. Uh, Carrollton game. I think mean, it was five touchdowns in 55 seconds. It was uh, it was kind of uncharacteristic of both of those teams to allow some of those big plays. But yeah, it was uh, the you know, the environment wasn't really good. I think it was due to the weather. I think going back to the bins will probably help that. Uh, you mentioned replay. I'm a I'm I'm against the replay. You, you, you deal with the officials all year. You, you deal with them in the last one as well. Just keep 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 it the same. Well, we put a nice bow on the high school football season for 2022. We've still got some big college football coming our way. The college football playoff committee uh, selected its four teams uh, we a couple of weeks ago by now, and we haven't really had a chance to talk about the pairings and selections. We've now had a couple of weeks to kind of process all of that and hear all the arguments. Brad, I'll start with you, and then we'll go to Jackson. Did the committee get it right? Uh, they did, Charles. I mean, based on what we've seen, I believe they did get it right. Two Big Ten teams in it. I don't think that's ever happened. Uh, you know, glad the dogs are the number one spot. Honestly, I can speak for most Georgia fans. As long as we're in the one through four, it didn't really matter to us. So glad to be number one. Uh, interested to see Ohio State in there. Never haven't played them since '92. Uh, dogs won that one by a touchdown. Uh, Kirk Herbstreit was their quarterback uh, that year, so I like to point that out. But uh, yeah, the committee got it right. Um, I'm really glad TCU's in it to see a new face. Uh, really excited about the playoff games. Jackson, um, did they get it right? I, I think they got it right on paper. The way they're supposed to do it is the committee. Um, are, are the are these the four best teams in college football? Probably not. Uh, but, but based on the criteria they're given to, to select the top four, yes, I think they they got they done their job. I guess is the best way to put it. Uh, be interested to see how it turns out. I think it's. Uh, Possibly two one-sided games here in the first round, which uh, I think sets up a, a Georgia-Michigan national championship. We'll see. We shall see for sure. Uh, the lots of college football between now and then, and we'll get to that in a little bit. But I want to touch on the Heisman Trophy presentation. USC sophomore quarterback Caleb Williams won the Heisman Trophy last Saturday night over TCU's Max Dugan and C.J. Stroud of Ohio State and, of course, Georgia's Stetson Bennett. Um, what do you think of the Heisman selection, Brad? 
Honestly, Charles, I paid attention to it only because Stetson was out up there. I knew he wouldn't win. Um, I haven't watched the Heisman presentation in years. It, it just doesn't it doesn't have the same effect. I think they should change the criteria or something. A lot of people don't pay a lot of attention to it like they used to. Um, was he the best player, the most valuable player? I really don't know. I mean, I, you know, I don't know if I could have voted for Stetson, taken off my red and black glasses. You know, I, I really don't know who the best player was. I mean, Dugan showed me a lot in there in a lot of games that I saw. Um, but I think Williams was kind of the, uh, the the pick that everybody wanted. They wanted a USC quarterback, and that's what they got. And, um, you know, he's sitting at home during the playoff. So that's the only thing that really meant anything to me is that, you know, we're moving on to the playoff and he's not. So we, we Stetson can hang his hat on that. All right, Jackson, here's today's trivia question regarding the Heisman. Other than quarterback, running back, or wide receiver, can you tell me the only other offensive position to ever receive a Heisman? Oh, wow. Quarterback, <laughs> running back, or wide receiver. I, I guess I'm – no, I can't tell you who that was. I'm assuming – Brad, any guess? Charles Woodson? That's defensive player. Offensive player. Yeah. What did you say before you faded out there, Jackson? I was thinking maybe a tight end. Absolutely, it is a tight end. Yells Larry Kelly in 1936 and Leon Hart of Notre Dame in 1949 were tight ends who won the Heisman. And then my other trivia question was uh, the only defensive player uh, was the cornerback, Charles Woodson, that Brad just mentioned in 97. Here's the trivia question with that, though, Brad. Who was the runner-up to Charles Woodson? Peyton Manning. There you go. Very good. A lot of people in this area, all the Tennessee fans, they know that it was Peyton Manning. So uh, not counting the three college football playoff games, the two semifinals and the national championship game, there will be 37 bowl games this year beginning uh, today. Uh, you've got uh, the Bahamas Bowl and the Cure Bowl down in Orlando uh, that are later on today. Uh, so the bowl season officially gets started, and uh, we'll be paying attention to a little bit of that. I will mention before we go to this news break, there is a bowl game tomorrow that is very interesting to me because it is uh, at Fenway Stadium, first of all, which is an interesting venue. It should be a, a, a close game because Louisville is only a one-point favorite over Cincinnati, but I'm going to call it the awkward bowl because Cincinnati coach Luke Fickle left to take the job at Wisconsin, and Louisville coach Scott Satterfield is taking over at Cincinnati next year. So he's playing against the program that he'll be taking over. So that's the uh, awkward bowl for 2022. Uh, we've got uh, a few other games that are coming up this weekend that have a little bit of interest, but it's a lot of the underling bowls, if you will. Of course, Florida will be playing. Uh, they will be playing Oregon State uh, on Saturday. So uh, we'll take a break for some news, and we'll be back with more of Bartow Sports Zone. Accidents will happen, but when the unfortunate happens to you, let First Class Collision Center be your partner in repairs. First Class provides quality auto body and interior repair while working with all insurance companies and maintaining a Google five-star customer rating. Call First Class at 770-755-2200 to schedule your free no-obligation estimate today. Our shop now handles big truck repairs too. First Class Collision Center, because it has to be perfect. Good morning, friends, and welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone. Charles Wilson here on the Zoom Connection, along with Jackson Hyde and Brad Stevens. And we have Alan Sanders back in our WBHF studios, spinning all the plates uh, for us and keeping us cleanly on the air. Let's talk a little NFL football now. The top records in the NFL with four weeks to go in the season. Of course, the Philadelphia Eagles are at the top of the ladder they're at 12 and 1 leading the NFC East where all the teams have winning marks so that's a really strong division the eagles have the NFL's uh, top record obviously starting to look like they're a lock for the first round playoff bye week over in the AFC the top bye week contenders uh, for that first weekend of the playoffs will be the bills and the chiefs 
The Buffalo Bills are at 10 and 3 on the year. The Chiefs are also 10 and 3, but the difference there is the Bills have that edge for uh, the first round bye because they have an October win at Arrowhead earlier in the season. So those are the teams at the top of the ladder. The hot teams in the kind of in the middle, the Cowboys, the Dallas Cowboys, they haven't lost in a month. Four straight wins. They're 10 and 3 on the year. The Bengals are at 9 and 4. They've won five straight. And the 49ers, who are 9 and 4, leading the NFC West. San Francisco has won six straight games. So those are the hot teams out there. Of those top teams at the top of the ladder there, Jackson, uh, who do you like? from each side, the NFC and the AFC? Uh, the NFC, so far, clearly, I think it's the the Philadelphia Eagles. Jalen Hurts is, has proven himself as a legitimate starting quarterback. It's a quarterback-driven lead, and uh, he's done a really good job of managing that team. I've been super impressed with the Eagles this year. And on the AFC side, you're down to um, probably the Bills due to that head-to-head win over the Chiefs. Um and it's going to be tough to go into into Buffalo in January and win football games too. So they they've got that a little more of a home field advantage than some teams. It's always interesting once we get to the NFL playoffs uh, because there seem to always be some surprises. And now with seven teams in the playoff mix, it makes it even more interesting. Cowboys, Bengals, and 49ers all really hot, and that's one of the things that you want to do going into the playoffs. Now, Jackson, I want to cover the strange but true leaders starting with the minnesota vikings they're 10 and 3 still leading the nfc north uh got stomped by uh dallas lost to detroit um you know they they lost this past week uh but they're the first team to ever go nine and zero in one position games at this point in the season and believe it or not at, even at 10 and 3 they've been outscored by their opponents this season yeah but uh... Like some folks say, they've been living right, Charles. They've been paying a little extra <laughs> to the preacher on Sunday. They've, uh, But, you know, to their credit, they've been able to stay in close games and somehow pull out wins. Uh, a little bit of fool's gold, I feel like, in uh, in, in Minnesota. Uh, you mentioned the other team there, kind of that second-tier bunch is the 49ers on their third quarterback of the year, uh, still leading their division. And uh, Kyle Shanahan's done a heck of a job there in San Francisco. There's no question couple of other strange but true leaders. The Titans lead the AFC South at 7-6, and six, leading the Jaguars uh, and Trevor Lawrence by two games in that division despite losing to them last Sunday. And then, of course, the Buccaneers are at, what, 6-7. and seven. Uh, Somebody's got to win the NFC South. Oh, wow. Is that not a crazy, crazy, crazy times in the NFC South? No question about it. Uh, of course, they've got Brady, which gives them a, an advantage there. But uh, – you know what? The Falcons are one game out of the playoffs at this point. Or Panthers the, the and Falcons column. are at yeah. five and eight. The Saints are at four and nine. Yeah, yeah. Crazy times. Uh, somebody could get hot here, make a run, win two or three in a row, and wind up winning that division at, you know, 500 or nine and eight kind of season. Potential playoff movers. You've got uh, the Commanders in Washington are seven and five. They've won six out of eight. The Lions are six and seven. They've won five straight. Uh, still hanging on by a thread. You've got the Dolphins, who have lost a couple in a row, but they're eight and five, and the Giants and Seahawks. The Giants at seven, five, and one. The Seahawks at seven and six. Uh, the Giants have three losses and a tie over the last four weeks, and the Seahawks have lost three out of four. So if the playoffs started today in the AFC, it would be the Bills with a bye. The Chargers at the Chiefs, the Dolphins at the Ravens, and the Bengals at the Titans. That's in the AFC. And in the NFC, you would have the Eagles with a bye. You would have the Giants at the Vikings, the Commanders at the 49ers, uh, and then the Cowboys are in there as well. You've got the Seahawks and Lions, the first couple of teams sitting on the outside looking in. So uh, a very interesting year in the NFL and uh, like you said, uh, be- to begin with, uh, it's always interesting because there's almost always an upset, Jackson. Yep, typically there is. Uh, and this is going to be one of those years where that's definitely a, a great possibility. It could be more than one. It could be a couple of these lower seeds winning that first round of the playoffs. A lot of parity in the NFL. 
We'll up on our next break uh, coming up here on Bartow Sports Zone. So uh, we'll head to that break, uh, get Alan ready back there. And when we come back, we'll talk a little bit about uh, men's college basketball. We'll talk about the new poll that came out on Tuesday and the men's top 25 teams and uh, how some of the conferences around the country are doing in the early part of the season. Stick around. We'll be back. Wilson Pools has been your swimming pool expert for 55 years. Same name, three generations of the same family. This is Lee. Come by and see us at 109 South Dixie Avenue in Cartersville, the blue beach house with the bright yellow door. Or call us at 770-386-3324 for all your swimming pool needs. Free water testing, weekly service, construction repair. We make swimming easy. It's WilsonPools.com, Wilson Pools on Facebook. Hi, this is Ivy Jordan at Latitude Blue. My husband Trey and I invite you to visit our retail location located at 1 West Church Street. Our fully stocked retail store is a perfect partner for the do-it-yourselfer. We carry ledge lounger, lazy buns, and many other premium floats and toys for everyone. And yes, we have chlorine tabs and super shock it in stock. Please visit us today at Latitude Blue, downtown underneath the Church Street Bridge near the water fountain. And don't forget your water sample. Find us on Facebook and Instagram. Latitude Blue brings and families together one backyard at a time. It's a great morning on Bartow Sports Zone here on WBHF. Charles Wilson here along with Jackson Hyde and Brad Stevens, Alan Sanders, bringing you Bartow Sports Zone. We're here each Friday morning, 710 until 9 a.m. We want to thank our guest from earlier this morning, the basketball coaches at Cass High School, Burt Jackson and Kevin Cunningham, they joined us for some Cass basketball discussion this morning in that opening hour. In this final segment, we want to touch on some men's college basketball. The new poll came out Tuesday in the AP. Uh, we've got number one Purdue at 10-0 and with center Zach Eady averaging a double-double of 22 points and 14 rebounds. The Boilermakers will play Davidson tomorrow. Uh, number two is Virginia at 8-0. and A good balance of scoring and rebounding uh, from the guard Clark and the forward Jaden Gardner. Number three is UConn back in the uh, top five again at 11-0. They play Butler tomorrow. That should be interesting. The, the forward Sonogo, I believe is how his last name is pronounced. He's scoring over 18 points per game. Alabama's in there at uh, number four. They're 9-1 on the year. They play number 15, Gonzaga, tomorrow. Uh, Brandon Miller averaging 19 points per game and eight rebounds. And number five, as we talk about the top five here, is Houston at 10-1. They were the number one team for a while. Uh, the Cougars play at number two, Virginia, tomorrow. So that's going to be a powerhouse matchup. Marcus Sasser scores more than 16 points per game for Houston. So that's a little... Uh, tease on what you can be watching on TV this weekend, Brad. Yeah, I'm really excited about the college basketball scene. I mean, it's nice to see Purdue at number one. I mean, that's some some new faces up there, and I'm excited about it. You know, Zach Eady. I mean, he's got that thing you can't coach. He's seven foot four. Uh, you don't see a lot of those guys running around out there anymore. It's a swingman league, but this guy runs like a swingman at the size that he is. Uh, plays really well. I mean, you think about Purdue, and they've been challenged a couple of times in the last month playing. Duke and Gonzaga and beating them both by double digits. Pretty easy wins there. I mean, they were pushed to overtime by Nebraska here a few days ago. But uh, outside of that, they haven't been challenged too much. And uh, they're 10-0 and right now and running hot. You know, you thought Houston might have the answer, but, you know, Alabama comes in and knocks them out of it. Uh, Bama, you mentioned them earlier, real tough, real athletic, well-coached team. Uh, you know, look for them to do some damage. Tennessee as well. Uh, you know, they both got those two-headed monster kind of guys going. You know, they, they guys got, got guys averaging 15, 16 points a game, and you rely on them and get your role players in line. There's no telling what you might be able to do. But you asked the question uh, off the air about who's the you know has the most top 10 team or top 25 teams right now. It's the SEC and the Big Ten. You know, nobody would have figured that years ago, but here we are. It's going to be an exciting season. Yeah, the SEC with six teams in the top 25, Alabama that we just mentioned at number four, Tennessee is number six. They're just on the outside of that top five. Arkansas is at number 10, Kentucky at 13, Mississippi State at 17, and Auburn at 19. Uh, nice collection of programs there. 
uh, in, all in the top 25, Brad. You know, Arkansas is another one. You know, they had a good run last year. They got a young coach in Eric Musselman that all those guys are rallying around. He's got a lot of energy. Uh, once again, it's a swing man team. Five guys, you know, all it seems like they're all the same height. I feel like they can all run the floor. Uh, they've recruited really well. Um, you know, you know, out of Fayetteville, and um, you know, I look for them to do some damage. I mean, they could be the dark horse right now. Alabama and Tennessee would be the favorite. They could be the dark horse to win the SEC and do the most damage in the tournament. Uh, you know, last year they really showed us something, and I think they're building on that. They're nine and one right now. Jackson yeah. is our ACC guy. <laughs> Uh, they have four teams in there right now in the top 25, uh, always capable as a basketball conference of sliding teams into that bottom half of the top 25. A lot of teams that can challenge for that. Virginia at number two right now, Duke at 12, Virginia Tech and Miami holding down the 24 and 25 spots. Jackson, uh, is the outlook for the ACC, Virginia, and then everybody else? Absolutely. They're uh, head and shoulders this year better. Uh, than everybody else, a couple of a good quality wins, but just a solid defensive team. That Virginia always brings out uh, the best in your offense because they have you have to be your best, or they're or they're going to take you out. Um, I'm going to jump back to the SEC. Everybody's talking about all these dark horses. Mississippi State's going to be a team to 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 reckon with in the in the SEC. They got two couple big wins over Utah Marquette earlier already this year. They got a guy averaging a double double. He's seven foot. Tolu Smith. Right. Uh, I've watched him play a couple games already this year. Keep keep your eye on the Bulldogs of, of Mississippi State. The other conferences out there, Pac-12 has two in the top 25 in Arizona and UCLA at 9 and 16, respectively. The Big 12, it's usually one of our national power conferences. They have four teams in the top 25. Texas is number seven. Uh, Kansas is eight, so they're just on the outside of the top five looking in. Baylor, not far behind at number 11. TCU is ranked 21st in the country. And then the other conference with six teams in the top 25, you got number one Purdue out of the Big Ten, along with Indiana at 14, Illinois at 18, Maryland is number 20, Wisconsin is 22, and Ohio State is in there at number 23. It's going to be an interesting year uh, in college basketball, Brad. I'm excited about it. I, I love college basketball. The Final Four, the, the March Madness is my favorite sporting event of all time. No, no questions asked. Um, I, I, I look for some new faces in this, and that's what I'm excited about. I need, we need some parity in sports, and hopefully we'll have some this year in college basketball. Well, that'll put a wrap on Barto Sports Zone for this week. We want to thank you for tuning in and listening. And we welcome you back again each Friday morning, 710 until 9 a.m. For Alan Sanders back in the studios, Jackson Hyde and Brad Stevens, along with myself, Charles Wilson. So long, everybody.